Hey, Whiskey Tube. Welcome back to another episode of the DBS Tasting Room. And today we will be exploring the Henry McKenna yeah. single barrel. Bottle and bond, 10 year, Heaven Hill. Yeah. I'm ready to get into it. Me too. Let's I'm do excited. it. Right. Let's do it. I'm going to pour. pour this thing. Yeah, I like that. Alrighty. <clears throat> this is actually one of those ones where we really enjoy filming the episode because uh, we really like this bottle. <laughs> it's because you really enjoy the whiskey. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier to film this. I agree. Uh, this, this Henry McKenna definitely is, is up there in my, uh, in my bourbon list, yeah. uh, just in general. Yeah, we you were know. just kind of discussing, kind of doing a little bit of the history background, but I was just joking around. I was like, I just like this whiskey. <laughs> just, I just like it. Like we can do the history, you know, a little bit. You know, it's Henry McKenna was a, he was Irish, kind of brought his, his flavor to the, to the bourbon world, to the bourbon world, yeah. uh, with the, you know, virgin oak. Yeah, right. And yeah. To barrel them in, in or to barrel them in, in American oak and, and let them sit there and age a little bit. This is a ten year, right? Yeah, uh, but, yeah. Well, yeah. See, what it comes down to with this bottle, it kind of covers ten year, aged appropriately, hunter proof, a Heaven Hill product. Uh, single barrel, it just hits, yeah. checks every box. I agree. When you're looking at it, it's like, all right, we just... In the bourbon world, for sure. When you're looking at... If I was unfamiliar with Henry McKenna, because let's be frank, this is not an appealing bottle. No, it's simple. It just, it's not going to catch your eye on there. But when you're looking at the stats and you're kind of reviewing, hey, what are you interested in? To me, this is exactly what I'm going to pull off the shelf regardless of how it looks. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. so. Cheers. But cheers, sir. Yeah. Let's jump into it. Okay. Yeah, so this nose flat out. I mean, it's... Well, it's, it's great. It's it's mellow though. It's very balanced. And it's not overpowering. But again, what I get with bourbon, especially on the nose, more so than any other whiskeys, is I get the raw material. I feel like we've talked about this in the yeah. past. Um, You're still getting it on this one. I get it, but it's not overpowering. It's just mm. I get that I get that corn, or I get the 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 you know like in a scotch, I'd say it's the barley. Like if it was yeah. an Isla. Scotch, I'm going to say I, I get the barley flavor. I get that, like, the, the it's not wheat, but, I mean, I get the grain, if that makes yeah, any yeah. sense. Yeah, I'm just kind of getting into it. I kind of glanced up at the camera just a second ago, and it's like, I noticed uh, my mom called me. She watches this, and she was just like, hey, when you're nosing it, your, your mouth isn't open. <laughs> Were you Cheers, like, mom. Reminding my, my yourself, mouth, My right? mouth is open. <laughs> but just, you know, thanks for watching. Um, but, yeah, there's something with the bourbon, uh, the Henry, Henry McKenna in particular, there's it's a little bit more complexities with the nose. It's a little more layered than most bourbons. Maybe it's because of the 10 year, but yeah, the maturation helps for sure on this. Cause one. it's a little oaky. Yeah. Um, There's some wood there. You know, it's not overpowering. I get vanilla. You could definitely get the vanilla. A little, I get, little sweetness. I, little get honey. I actually get charred wood. If I want to get like yeah. define the wood, I get charred wood. I don't get that fresh oak. I get something that's a little bit more. Um, there's a little bit more age to it. Some depth to it. Yeah. But I love that smell. I mean, especially in a whiskey. So I'm going to jump into it. I'm watching a lot of ADHD whiskey. Make it dizzy. Make it dizzy. Sure. Whiskey tube has got me. Oh, I'm, I'm with that, but I mean, when you're drinking high proof stuff, it's gonna it's gonna be open up like pretty quick, anyways. Generally, it's just fun. It's fun. I agree. Yeah. Like, and I don't look at the legs. It's not wine. I don't really care about that. The sugar content isn't gonna affect how the, the legs look, anyway. So, but I will say, um, I, you know, the aeration is fun. It's exciting. This one. Uh, I get that the, the caramel chew again. That yeah, I caramel. About earlier. It's just it's the little candies with the little twist sauce that you just pull off, and they got the little chews. Yeah, and... I get caramel chew. I also get um, 
we had a little nuttiness here too, mild, mild nuttiness, and it's in a, it, it's not overpowering. It's no. just a little. That bit That might there. be a Heaven Hill thing. Heaven Hill seems to have so? a little bit of nuttiness, not to the level of Jim Beam. No, but it's still like it's one of those subtle nuttiness where it's 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 actually just pleasant. I think you're right. I think I, I I completely agree with you there. This is a good this is a good pour. In fact, to be honest with you, this is one of my this is one of my go tos. You know, if you're talking like yeah. a, a real simple hundred proof bib, this is like, I mean, as you see, I've got a couple bottles of it. Yeah, you know, we're like just joking around. Either. Like, let's bring out all the bottles because they are single barrel. So yeah. there's going to be slight variation yep. in each one of these bottles, and we we're just kind of joking because I have three bottles at home too. So I was like, holy smokes, we have six bottles between us. <laughs> um, but it's also they're also harder to find. Um, yeah. We we do see them in our area. But just because in general they're harder to find, we'll kind of just grab they're, them anytime we see them. Sure. It's, I mean, I guess if you talk about allocated whiskey, it sits in that realm because people, I mean, it's harder to find because yeah. it is alle- technically allocated. Not everywhere, though. It's definitely region-based in my, the yeah. way our experience with, with whiskey purchasing is. Because I'll find this not readily available, but I mean... Let's see your local grocery yeah, store I'll, right I, down the road. Yeah, so. I'm like, oh, it's, they got a couple bottles here. I'll buy yeah. them and I'll call the guys up. Hey, hey, you know... There's a couple bottles here. Should mm-hmm. I get, you know, should I get some? We do that a lot. We like to spread the wealth in, in whiskey. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, if we see something, we're going to buy a couple and it'll go to our group. As long as there's no limit, like I said, yeah. we don't sell it. We don't resell. Right. So but th- this one, it just keeps winning awards. Like we we looked yeah. at the dates. We think 2018 or so it won like uh, like whiskey of whiskey the year. Of the year. Not bourbon, yeah, of the year, but it was like whiskey yeah. of the year in San Francisco. Yeah. And I think just recently it won a bourbon of the year. Uh, the, that's a big Francisco. accolade for sure. Like yeah. that's huge. Well, whiskey of the year is big, right? Yeah. And then, but to continually... Kind of be in that perch, and we're drinking. You said oh, I think that's 2008. An yeah. It was barreled, so 2018. This is right around the year that it won the. I think you're right. Yeah, this is award. this is a good pour, guys. This is. Mm-hmm. There's. You know what? You get a lot of you get a lot of the wood on the palate too here. Yeah. You the don't honey get carries it, through. Yeah, the honey's there too. You don't get it too much on the finish. The finish is really really. Um, it's actually mild. I think the finish is kind of medium to. I'm gonna sit in medium. It's not medium long. It's not medium no, short. It's, it's kind of medium. It's just right there. It's actually very well balanced. It's it's a really good finish for that. Yeah. If you're a a, a whiskey connoisseur, if you're like a you're whiskey curious, um, you know the one of the other realms there. This is a great. Um, this is a great harder to find bottle that's a little higher proof for those for those people in my opinion yeah and it sits real nice on the back of my yeah. palate like i said it's not that long finish perfect medium is perfect yeah we always it say was medium, short, yeah. medium medium long it's, medium. it's just it's a good. medium finish sits on the back of the palate gives you a little bit of that nuttiness that kind of sits there a little bit with me um, there's something else going on here yeah i was, I was kind of trying to pick it up <laughs> i don't know what it is it, i'm just i'm it's funny because i can spend hours i mean i don't want to say hours because i think that makes me seem like a crazy person but i mean i can nose <laughs> i can nose a whiskey almost indefinitely i mean and not even taste it and yeah. be totally fine i do like to do the compare and contrast though yeah. so i'll pour a couple different in the similar realm and just kind of go back and forth and nose them just to see um it helps things helps the notes jump out to me i agree i agree sometimes you gotta you gotta cleanse it though too because i know like especially if we've been tasting other whiskeys you know in the day or um you know just in general uh, or how later in the day yeah. it is you know sometimes you're you kind of um you your nose will just let go. It just yeah. doesn't. It's not gonna. You know. It's not gonna remember what what it's what it's hitting. It's not gonna. Those notes won't sit there as well. It's almost like you burn it out. You know. Um, your olfactory sense, senses can only go so so far, and the ethanol is gonna not help. Uh, so give your give your nose a break every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I say do the. Yeah. Do you like right? You do the whole like inner elbow. Little, little refresh. Smell. 
But there was something here I, I think I identify. I don't know if you're going to – I get a little graham crackery. Maybe okay. it's because of the dryness because it's not as oily as I – yeah, and this is what's kind of different per barrel because I have two open bottles at my house and they're both significantly different. I think this is different than the ones I have too. I think you're right. I think you might have an own. You might have one that's in between the two mm -hmm. of these. Uh, so the year is going to make a big difference. I mean, even the batches are going to make a difference technically if you get one that's like mm -hmm. from the the tail end of that barrel to the the top end of the barrel, yeah. um, or like the the grouping of barrels. But graham cracker is pretty good. I, you're probably getting a little cinnamon too. Maybe that's why that sits there because like cinnamon is goes together. For me, graham crackers yeah. and cinnamon kind of sit in that same realm. But the dryness is great because this is not a sweet finished whiskey. This is no. a very dry actually whiskey. Almost, almost overly dry. It's surprisingly uh, dry. Like yeah, I it's almost giving me cotton mouth a little bit. Yeah, I, I drink this one. I don't want to say <laughs> regularly, but it, it's actually surprising me. And I, the graham cracker is funny. It probably goes to that cinnamon Teddy Grahams we always talk about. Just because, like the Teddy Graham's is a great one. That that hits right here. That's pretty good. Yeah, they, think of Donnie they with have like the, Donnie the with his ones. with his, with his flavor profile like selections. Candies. So almond roca. He had one where it was dirty dish rag. Grandma's dish rag. That is not this whiskey. No, but, but it, it was but a, that hit though. That was on the mark. It was on the mark, but it was good. <laughs> it was a good one. That's yeah. what's crazy. Yeah, we won't name the whiskey because, yeah. you know. Because it sounds bad. Sounds awful, but it's not awful. But we talk about like earthy <laughs> stuff, which is pretty much kind of dirt. Yeah, but I like that too. Yeah, I, I like that, and there's a, there's a there's a place and a time for it, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and it, whatever you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever profile you may want to hit, that's yeah. what's going to hit. But this yeah, this is, one, you know, it's got a good color too. Like I said, we'll kind of bring it into yeah. the camera there, um, if I can get angle it correctly. Yeah, it's it's actually um, it's actually pretty dark. I mean, it's a ten year it's a ten year bourbon though, meaning. You know, it's it's age statements on bourbons are less common, I think, than they are on on scotch, right? Because you you look at mostly most scotches, unless it's a um, a blend, you're going to have an age statement. It's yep. going to have something, and they they generally will only put an age statement if it's you know in that nine plus realm. Look at the last video we just shot. We had a few scotches, oh, yeah. all aged, all twelve years, all yep. of the bourbons, none of them. It, whether it's listed on the label or not, uh, on the side label, it's not on the front. Yeah, it's not it's on the not, front. It's not you know, yeah. prevalent, hey, this is a 9, 10, or and whatever. I, and I know bourbon's different, so yeah. that's okay. But um, there, this it does make a difference. It does. It, I mean, it just flat out does. It's, it's an older whiskey. It's going to pull more wood, uh, more tannins from the wood. You're going to have that oakiness. Um, this has it. But this has it in a really balanced way. Yeah. I, I really dig this this Henry McKenna guys. In fact, this is a this is a buy for me. I mean, if you had asked me, and we always ask it, it's a buy. As you yeah, see, it's a I've buy. got three. It's a buy. It's a good. But it's a good bottle. I have a little bit more. And you this. could you could have this even on ice. And I, I and I don't I I don't drink my whiskey on ice. But this could be a good pour on ice. That might tone down some of the the dryness. It might. That you're getting. Yeah, or maybe even a little water just to kind of lighten it up a little bit because it is it is very dry. It's it's surprisingly dry. Yeah, but it's not off putting. I noticed you keep your tags on your bottles. I keep everything, man. I keep I'm, my tags on my I'm bottles. I, I keep boxes. I keep like, I, I even take the scotch boxes and fold them and keep them. Hmm. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a hoarder, okay? But however, you never know. I'm going to turn it into some kind of art or something for the bar when it yeah. goes up, you know? There's like one. progress on the bar, by the way, is like really good. The window's cut out. Oh, I got to check that out. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have to go down there and take a look. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sidetrack, everyone. We're talking about whiskey. Yeah, but we're talking about an actual whiskey room. <laughs> Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, um, it'll be good. It'll be. I've been chronicling the journey, and I'll and I'll be able to. We'll post like a whole big thing on our Instagram about yeah, it. Yeah, so. I was. In, I keep my four roses ones. We got these. Yeah. Ones. It's like the um, Blanton. Sometimes they have a little net over there. 
I kind of do the same thing. You know? <laughs> like the, the net to the bottles to get scuffed. It's, it's just to protect <laughs> it. But I'm like, eh, you know, leave it on there. Why not? You're like, sure. Well, that's okay. We don't mind. Yep. That's funny. The only no, time the, the jars actually bother me is like when I'm like, I see like an E.H. Taylor uh, or something like that. And I'm like, I really just want to grab a bottle and I just open the thing. You know, I just want to grab the bottle and go. I don't want to bring down the canister, open it up. But yeah. you know, sometimes we do what we do. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. I, this is, um, there's just, there's no reason to get rid of it. I mean, it's not gonna hurt anything, no. unless you have space issues. But it's cool collecting. We and we're enthusiasts, so yeah. you know we kind of enjoy the whole collecting sure. aspect. It's yeah. so one of the things actually about bourbon that I like a lot is uh, it's some of the things are harder to find. Um, and while that's you know can be irritating or anything like that, when you find that bottle and you're like you yeah. see it on the shelf, you're just like oh sure. You're like, oh my God, Yeah, I finally, it's the one I've been And then what do you for. do? You take a picture of it. We put it on our Discord. I <laughs> sent it out to the whisperer. Yeah. like, guess what? Look like what I got. You know, and then everyone's like, oh, no way. You and know, then so we spark conversation and that's where it goes, you know. Um, I agree. I, I mean, it's it's the it's that love that we share that we can spread, you know, uh, of whiskey and, and really kind of just like, um, one, educate ourselves, but yeah. people like in, in what you're looking for. Uh, and, and for me too, cause I'm not a bourbon guy. I'm not, I'm like, I love bourbon, but I'm not a bourbon guy. Mm-hmm. Like my, my go-to is scotch. So for me, when I see bottles that are, that are harder to find or like, I'll always ask, Hey, is this something I want to get? This is one of those ones that, yeah, sure. I put it on there. It's a good, it's a great bottle. Even I recommend this one. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I haven't it's had good. a bad one yet. I've, I've heard that, uh, there can be misses out there with McKenna. Um, sure. You figure we got six bottles. I know we haven't opened these so far, but I got two. This but one, I think we, we have one that's open under, on yours and we have another kill. Yeah. Uh, and I so, think the kill is a 10 to be honest. I think yeah. the kill is one of these ones. So I think we're four for four in our group as far as ones that I would heavily recommend. Yeah. Like, I just really like this bottle. I, I kind of hope in a way they do a refresh because there's something about you know these bottles can range anywhere from what 45 up to like 80 bucks yeah seven and if you buy secondary online they're over a hundred dollars but that just can be tough to find but like i said we have them somewhat in our area but i wouldn't be opposed to spending 80 dollars on this bottle if it had a nice little refresh i'm a sucker for marketing i kind of want a cool presentation the bottle's not bad but the label it's really it's really basic but you got to realize when these things came out i'm like i don't know what this was was priced at MSRP, but it's I'm I'm it gonna like say thirty, 30 bucks. bucks. It's yeah, got to be in thirty dollar range, you know. But because it becomes rare and people, it becomes the name becomes popular enough to where people want to buy it. And it becomes allocated, or maybe not allocated. It just becomes harder to find because mm-hmm. there's just less out in the market. Um, the prices rise, and so your thirty dollar whiskey becomes a sixty dollar whiskey or becomes a hundred dollar whiskey. It's really yeah. unfortunate for bourbon, uh, but you know. It's it's kind of fun when you do find those bottles or those unicorn bottles that are like, oh my god! Now this isn't this isn't a unicorn for for me. However, this is one of those ones. Oh, again, if you see it and you're a, a bourbon enthusiast and you haven't had it, buy it. You're excited to see it on the shelf, and that's where it's like, with the prices go up, obviously it's unfortunate. We'd pr- rather pay as little as we can as you know bourbon drinkers, right, or well, yeah. whiskey drinkers. We want to stock our shelves up with as much as we can. So if you're gonna hit that new price tag, you know, give us a little bit more on that. Sure. Marketing front, a little bit more flair. I'll take it. <laughs> no, I would. This is a good one, though. I'm I'm a big fan, Donnie. So right. there was this is this is a pick on on Donnie's side, and I'm I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah. So. Like I said, right on the cusp of my top five, probably yeah. kind of depending on the barrel. But uh, well, you're a bourbon guy, man. So uh, you know, it's a, it's a good bottle. I mean, you know, what can we, you do? You know, we <laughs> when you have somebody to choose from, you kind of have to like oh, narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, so. this is actually on my shelf with the 1792s. So it's got the the 1792, the bottle and bond, gotcha. full proof. And then it goes into the other mechanism. Well, one this is also open. So. Got to be one of my favorite shows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, what's well, open? But I mean, clearly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I, I think it's time uh, to say good night. 
It is, unfortunately. So let's cheers. Grab a glass. And uh, cheers to you. Cheers to you. And from the Dram Society, may you enjoy your dram one grain at a time. All right. Mm -hmm.